Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. This is I Allegedly. And uh, I've got a good one for you today because I had to come down to Seal Beach and meet with uh, an attorney today. And I wanted to come out and film out here on the bay. I love this side of uh, Long Beach. It's beautiful. Look at this boat. How about that thing? That thing's insane. But a lot to cover because the title of this video, they're out of here is very fitting because uh, so much is happening with the economy right now and so many different articles to share with you. Please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Join the email list, guys. I have a huge announcement coming out uh, within the week. Okay. Plus, we have a sponsor uh, today, Belly Trim, which I will talk about a little bit later. But let's get right into it. Boeing, the huge airliner manufacturer. They are here in Long Beach, California. And uh, they just announced that they are having 250 more jobs leave the area. And this is significant, guys, because one thing that they're sick of out here is everything with California. They're sick of all the regulations. They're sick of the insurance problems. They're sick of manufacturing, the wages, everything. And they are moving these people to San Antonio, Texas, to Dallas, Texas, to Austin, Texas, to Mesa, Arizona. And, uh, hey, listen, we are going to keep 450 people here. They have to keep 450 people here. They cannot close it down completely overnight, but they're going to try. They're going to try. And you're going to see more and more manufacturing leave this state because they are fed up with it, to say the least. So just a matter of time until you have more of this happening. Peter Schiff steps forward and talks about the Fed and how the, what the Fed is doing is clearly not working. We are seeing that the job numbers are getting revised month after month. They are completely off, and for seven straight months, the job numbers were revised downward in the wrong direction, not a little bit, but a lot. He also said that the unemployment figures are going up, which is not a strength sign in the economy. So you're seeing that. Plus, people have been told to put money aside for a rainy day. And uh, the rainy day fund has been raided. And when you look at all these different bank uh, you know, deposit numbers and withdrawal numbers, people are pulling money out like they never have. The rainy day fund is gone right now. I mean, it's crazy. So, you know, what they're doing right now is not working. And Peter Schiff is... Uh, on top of that, and I have to agree with them, to say the least, right now. But uh, when are people going to accept what's happening? When are you going to look at this and just say, this is not working right now, this is not making sense? There's going to be things that are going to destroy businesses right now, okay? It's going to happen, and it's only going to get escalated in the coming months and years. So let me know. Let me know what you think about this, because... Do you think the Fed is doing the right thing with interest rates, with inflation? This mythical 2% fantasy land that people are talking about, that we're going to get inflation down to 2%, it's going to happen. How is it going to happen? How? How is that going to happen? By continuing to raise interest rates? Goldman Sachs, the investment bank, all these stories are below, by the way, had a great story where... Their, uh, their bond traders, their investment traders, clients are furious right now because they were told to get into home building. The home building stocks 
are taking a hit right now because the home builders are, are uh, claiming that they're in a distressed position right now and that they cannot sell houses without having massive discounts and incentives right now and that you're seeing pressure in this area. Well, either it is or it isn't. Either we're making this up or it's not. Well, they're not making it up. But when rich people start to lose money, that's when you have a problem. It's that simple. That, that is, that's one of the kisses of death right now is that people are starting to be affected by all this. The next thing is, did you hear about the massive recall for uh, airbags? How about this? 52 million airbags are being recalled. 52 million. Mainly because uh, cars between the year 2010 and 2018, between ARC Manufacturing and Delphi. And now both of these companies are saying, hey, we didn't do anything wrong. But just from everything I've read, let me just give you the, you know, what makes this a bad situation is that if you've ever been in an accident and the airbags deploy, they explode quickly, a second, if less than that, boom, and they're out and your face hits it and it's just, it's there. And it's like kind of a, like a burlap type sack that just gets inflated instantly and you don't crash through the windshield or into the steering wheel or into the front dash it saves you and it holds you back. Well, when these explode, there was a welding piece and they say that this could cause shrapnel inside the cab of the vehicle. Well, maybe it doesn't hit the person up front, maybe it hits the person in the back. Now, there's only been two deaths, when I say only, I mean, there's been two people that died from this, but then there's been a lot of other injuries from this where people have been injured because of this exploding shrapnel in the car. And, of course, both companies said, hey, this is not a big deal. This is how they're made. But where the weld plate is, is the problem because it's, there's a crease. And with that crease, kaboom, it explodes all over the car. So, isn't that wild? I mean, it's just terrible. Absolutely terrible. So, we're seeing all these different things that just keep popping up that are issues, but they're not issues. They're a big deal. No, they're not a big deal. This is bad enough, guys. It's everything right now is a manufacturing problem is a long-term problem. You know, it was just announced that Bill Gates, he's going to be the guy to step forward and save Budweiser. Who, how, who believes that? I, I mean, that guy's hated right now. And you know what? He did an investment into Heineken, and people say that that hurt Heineken, that people don't want to drink Heineken because Bill Gates is now a major investor inside of Heineken. Do you think he's going to save Budweiser and Bud Light? He's going to be the guy? No, he's trying to buy something for pennies on the dollar, which is what he's doing right now. That's what he's doing. And gosh, when I think of strong man drinking beer, man, do I think of Bill Gates. Don't you? That's just Isn't that your guy? Okay. So, a lot of things right now are right in front of us that are very apparent and... Uh, it's it's there's no way to avoid this stuff right now so share your thoughts on this stuff so far let me know what you're thinking and uh i i just you know peter shift is right this just doesn't look good and nobody wants to sit there and admit that this is happening nobody nobody wants to sit there and say that uh um you know unemployment's down and gosh Great survey from ADP. Speaking of unemployment, 
Now, ADP is the payroll providing company. They're a very big company. They do a lot of payroll. They're a great company. They also issue that ADP payroll report every month that tells us how many jobs they anticipate uh, have been created in the economy and which sectors they're from and things like that. They have been incredibly wrong lately, off for the last two years, I'd say, most of the time that they issue this report. They have um, the ADP Research Institute that issues these reports and does everything from employee motivation, um, you know, uh, you know, training, what excites people, a little bit of everything. The latest thing is employee motivation and commitment. That's the latest study. Now, you can sit there and say this is going nowhere, Dan, but EMC, which I hate acronyms, but their EMC report came after interviewing 2,500 people. And what they found is that people right now, the motivation level for workers right now is not up here. It's at the lowest level in decades right now. People hate working at the companies they work at, the people they work for, and the industry that they're in. They are just finished with it. They're, they're not happy with what they're doing. And again, most people leave a job because of the people they work for, not necessarily the company. They can forgive a lot of things working for the company, but when you have a boss who's a jerk, that sticks with people. Man, oh man, oh man, does that stick with people. You know, I've shared a few stories. One of them came to light uh, in the last couple days that I had to share it with somebody else, and I'll share it with you guys, and it's, it's about this, and that is I worked for a company, and we would have monthly sales meetings where they would go to a hotel, they would rent a hotel space, the sales manager would get up there, and he would talk for half the day, we'd have lunch, then he'd talk for the second half of the day, go out and go get them, guys, and they weren't that good, and what they did was they put people in you know, different groups. You were not with everybody. You were with your sales team. So if you were on the lower echelon, you had to hang out with the poor kids. You know, if you were with the sales staff and the leaders, you could sit over at this table. And I thought, wow, is this, are you guys losing it on this one? One day in the morning, I get a cup of coffee and the guy that runs the meeting, he and I passed each other in the hallway. And my supervisor walks up to me and goes, hey, did you, did you, were you speaking with him? And I said, no. He goes, no, no, no. I saw you talk to him. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, hello. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I sat there and I'm like, what the F are you saying? You know, so I sat there at the meeting and this guy gets up and starts doing his thing. And I'm thinking, wait a second. I'm not supposed to speak to this guy. How, How dare you tell me that? So they could sense my my unhappiness went from here to here. Dan, do you have anything to add? Nope, got nothing to add. Do you have anything want to add? No, normally you're filled with questions. Normally you're contributing. Nah, I'm good. I'm good, guys. I'm good. And, uh, you know, I knew that day, I knew that minute, I'm leaving this company. Not going to work here anymore, and I cannot wait to get out of here, but I'm going to phone it in from this day forward. Now, that day, they announced, you know, the only thing I did contribute uh, was, hey, listen, we want to let you guys know as of uh, you know two weeks from now we're going to start mandatory drug testing with everybody and uh, there's no exception management myself included guys I have to take a drug test so I raised my hand oh Dan yeah what can I say but you're not going to test us today right we're going to we're going to get out of it today right everybody laughed and they said well we're going to test you today Dan I said okay well you need to hold the cup 
and I'm ready to go. Okay, which got another laugh. But I knew that day forward that, that <laughs> I was done. And again, the uh, uh, supervisor, hey, you, you kind of took that the wrong way. Oh, I did? I, you know, then I told him he could hold the cup, if you know what I mean. So needless to say, I didn't take it the wrong way, but I did nothing after that for that guy and made his life a living hell. So anyways, you know what I mean? So people are unsatisfied right now. People are miserable right now with their jobs right now. Uh, we work the Regis-type office space. Rework rents office space and then sublets it out. They are in the midst of potentially filing bankruptcy, but what they want to do is break the leases on the least profitable projects. Let me guess, Chicago, New York, LA, places that don't have hubs of security, they want to get rid of those places. You're going to see more and more commercial vacancies than you've ever seen before in your life. Ever, 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 ever. You're going to see that. So share your thoughts on all this stuff. Get ready to hold the cup. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, let me know if you've ever had a situation like that. And again, it's, it's the boss. I mean, we've talked about this so many times that you work for people that are ungrateful, uh, you know, disrespectful, and it affects everybody, absolutely everybody. But right now in this world, people are fed up with it. People are unhappy to hear right now. Let's talk about our sponsor, Belly Trim XP. Do you know that seven out of 10 Americans right now are considered overweight? Since 1975, obesity has tripled in this country. It is an epidemic to say the least. It's keeping the cardiologists in business, but there's something you can do about that. Belly Trim XP is loaded with natural ingredients that will help you lose excess belly fat, which they say three out of five Americans suffer from excess belly fat. Now, I know you've tried other things to lose weight and it hasn't worked, but if you go to trimwithdan.com, you can save 51% on Belly Trim XP. I talked about this a couple months ago. People had success with it. Take a look at it today, Belly Trim XP. You know, sometimes you need an edge to help you. This doesn't speed you up. It's all natural. It's got a huge amount of conjugated linoleic acid, which has been proven to help lose weight. Take a look at it today. Go to trimwithdan.com. Once again, it comes from the good people at BioTrust. They've shipped over 15 million products already. Take a look at it today. But if you think you've got a problem with weight gain, this can help. Take a look at Belly Trim XP today. Do you know what's wild is when you look at applying for a job, everybody thinks, hey, I've got to put my best foot forward. And uh, one thing I did is that uh, we would get pictures of people when they would apply for a job with my company. And I would insist that I did not look at the pictures after I read the resume and their welcome letters and why they wanted to work there and things like that. I didn't want to you know, be swayed by how this person looked, okay? It is anticipated that 13% of Americans have a disability, a major disability that can consider yourself disabled right now, and most people don't want to admit that. 
that's wild, guys. I thought that's a big number right now. And I think, wow, 13% of us say that we're disabled. But again, applying for a job, you want to put your best foot forward and you don't want people to know that you have any ailment at all. You know, I could, you know, climb a mountain. I could run as fast as you can. You know, things like that. And so people are having a real difficult time getting work and hiding certain facts. But, uh, you know, 13%. Does it seem high? I don't know. It does to me. But again, you know... I have anxiety, okay, we all do, okay, you're making me anxious right now talking to you guys, so, you know what I mean, it's like, what, what's the disability, what is considered disabled, okay, next thing is we are seeing a rash of something around the country, and for some reason, in New, the state of New Jersey, I had two people send me this story, and you're seeing a tremendous amount of New Jersey municipalities that are sick and tired of the late water bill, so they're just shutting people off. But here's the problem, is that let's say you rent this house I'm standing in front of, and the landlord included water in your rent, and, uh, you know, you go to take a shower one morning and the water's not on. You know, yes, you can complain to the landlord, and yes, you've got to deal with that, but this is creating problems because you have apartment buildings. You have condos, duplexes, houses that they're just shutting people off right now. And of course, some of these people are having difficulties paying the bills and covering the nut, and that's happening. But this is happening all over the country. And it's, you know, people are just not having a, a, a diff, an easy time right now, and it's only getting worse. And when you hear about what's going on, that's when, you know, uh, it starts to hit home. That's when people start to accept this. But, uh, you know, let me know if you know of anybody that's having a difficult time or if you've seen, you know, landlords that haven't paid their bills. I'm telling you guys, I'm floored by the, uh, the you got corn on the beach. Isn't that kind of cool? Corn right in the water. Okay. So you can be a farmer too, guys. I'll get a picture of that one before I leave. So, so much is happening right now. So much instability, all the home builders having trouble, all the problems with people not being able to pay their bills. Doesn't that just ring to warn you right now just to get yourself in a good spot, get yourself in a good spot with food? My friend, the financial prepper, always says, buy food now. Buy food when you have extra money because if you can't get it, you're ahead of the game. And he's absolutely right. I love all the food storage things that you can get. I love food that can last a long time. You know, every time I mention this, I get the preppers that write me and say, Dan, if you're a prepper, you're not talking about prepping. I'm talking about preparing people. I'm talking about people saving money, having some gold, especially silver put away, and protecting themselves for what can happen. Because, guys, if you don't think this is going to get worse, you're kidding yourself. All these signs point to an economic downturn right now. You know what's crazy is the stuff that our government invest in. It's a great story below about some of the investments that are just insane. And uh, one of them was $22 million in cyber underwear. Like, what is e-underwear? What it is, is it's underwear that can do surveillance. (laughs) Hey, honey, put on your underwear so I can see where you're going tonight. No, it's to locate you. Well, isn't that a GPS? So I guess it's just located in the underwear, and they wasted $22 million in that. 
read the story below, but it's just, you know, insane. Absolutely insane. Peter Rawlinson is the CEO of Lucid Motors. And that guy made $379 million. It was one of the, it's definitely the highest pay in the EV space. But the company's doing okay. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not doing $379 million worth for the CEO. But uh, the guy gets a $550,000 um, base salary. He got $5.5 million in stock options. And then he got uh, stock awards of $373 million. And this prompted none other than our main man, Elon Musk, to step forward and say, do not invest in a company that does not base a CEO's uh, salary on performance because the company didn't do that much to have this. Now, again, guys, the idea of going with a public company, and I've had this pitch to me, I've had projects that I'm working on, wait till we go public, Dan. Whoa, 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 you're going to be able to pay yourself X. Okay, well, Mr. Rawlinson's doing this and getting a lot of heat for it. But uh, again, $379 million. Isn't that crazy? So where do you draw the line with this stuff? And, and again, the EV space, I had so many people send me stories about the, uh, the hurricane and how the salt water in the EV cars is a real problem. And they had, they had abandoned cars, car fires, electrical situations where cars shorted out and it caused other problems with other municipalities and light poles and everything like that. But this is, you know, it's just not... It's not 100% ready yet, and nobody wants to hear that. The self-driving is not ready, and these things are not mainstream. You know, you need to have a $20,000 car. We need to have a starter car for people, and it's that simple. But you also need to have a car that makes it so that you can go from here to Vegas and not have to charge it and wait eight hours. So share your thoughts on this stuff. Let me know what you think about this stuff so far. I'm going to finish this video with these last couple stories. And the first one is out of U.S. News and World Report where they rated the top 10 countries in the world to live in. And uh, I thought, oh, that's easy. Okay. No, we came in at number five. The United States came in at number five. Number one, Switzerland. Here's the thing that floored me. Number two, Canada. Canada's number two. Isn't that crazy? Canada's number two. We're number five. Australia, Sweden... A place called Japan. Oh, Japan came in there too. Anyways, um, isn't that great? But we're number five. So we don't even crack the top, you know, four. We're five. The story that made headlines, there was an airline flight from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, to Barcelona, Spain, that had to be reverted back to the airport because a passenger had unbelievable diarrhea on the plane. And they said that this person was crapping up and down the aisle of the airplane. Now, think about this. They're going from Atlanta to Spain. Think of all the hot Spanish women that would have been on that flight. They alerted the airport and said they had a biohazard and had to turn around. Now, again, another story for you guys. I was in New York City once, and I got out of a cab, and I saw this one gentleman that had fits of one vodka and one gin and drank them 
like it was uh, he was Yosemite Sam. And he just g -g 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 -g, threw it in the way, g -g 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 -g, threw it away. And I thought, well, that's kind of a lot of alcohol to drink at 8 in the morning. Anyways, I get on the flight about an hour and a half later, and that guy's on the flight, but he's passed out like this. And is there a doctor on the flight? And, I, oh, that's the booze hound. And I said, hey, listen, doctor, he's unresponsive. We may not be able to take him off. We may have to call the paramedics. He drank two-fifths, two little, you know, those bottles of... Uh, I saw vodka, and I saw him slugging it, you know, drinking it like it was a Gatorade. Oh, okay. So they let the guy on the plane. He woke up about over Denver, I would say, because it was New York to L.A. It was nonstop. Anyways, have you guys ever had anybody do that? You know, do the saucy jack on the plane? I was on a plane once where somebody brought their dog, and it's a service dog. It's a service dog. And the dog crapped on the plane twice, and it was god-awful. So remember back in the day when... You would go, and it would be a smoking flight. And listen, um, I'm sorry, but you're in the smoking section in aisle 24. Like, that would do it. Like, you'd go to aisle 24 and beyond, and you'd have those people puffing away. And uh, you wonder why, you know, we get secondhand smoke and secondhand cancer and all that stuff. But, again, okay? Was anybody on that flight? Do you have any photos you can share with us? Let's end it with this one. Look at this house for lease. Want to lease this thing? Paul Spencer. Look at that. Or Snyder Snyder. Anyways, the Spencer Snyder group. Anyways, please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Just think this could be your backyard, folks. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Gosh knows what that thing is a month. Anyways, I'm in Naples, California, if you guys want to check. Onward and upward, guys. I'll see you very soon.